You know, some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Pick one up today. Monitor three humidors at once from one simple device. Caring for your cigars is easy with the new PuroTemp wireless hygrometer from Zycar. You now have the ability to monitor the humidity and temperature in three humidors without even having to open them. Ensure protection by setting simple alerts that will warn you when your cigars are not in the optimal environment. Like everything Zycar, this is backed by their lifetime warranty. Stop by your local tobacconist to purchase yours today. Zycar for life. From the makers of the number one cigar in the USA in 2013, the Aging Room Quattro F55 comes yet another highly rated cigar, the Aging Room Bin Number 1, a full-bodied Dominican cigar made with some of the world's oldest tobacco in the market today from the harvests of 1997, 98, and 99. It starts out smooth and builds up in strength and flavor until it reaches its full potential. The Aging Room Bin Number 1. For the true connoisseur looking for a sophisticated smoking experience, with balance, complexity, and character. Aging Room Cigars. Blending is in our DNA. The recently released Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is an extremely rare blend of Perdomo's finest and most cherished 12-year-old fillers, binders, and wrappers. Bale-aged for 10 years and then barrel-aged in bourbon barrels for an additional two years, these exquisite Nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich, complex flavors. Offered in Connecticut Sun-Grown or Maduro, each Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage pairs extremely well with the finest Scotch whiskeys, bourbons, and other fine spirits. Available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, the Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast. The following is paid programming. The views do not represent that of JVC Broadcasting, its staff, or management. What are you doing? What are you doing? Come on. You never let a cigar that way. You use a wooden match. Preserves the flavor, you see. Broadcasting live at the world-famous Casa de Monte Cristo Cigar Lounge in Boynton Beach, Florida. Kiss My Ash Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. With Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. I'm your host, Honest Abe, with my crew sitting in for Adam K. The Brewmeister today is our lovely producer, John Brand. Hello. And the lovely Lady M. Is it, is it Baron or Baran? Um, I'll accept either. I really, Baron. I really didn't care. Well, some people call me Hassel, and it's Hassel. Oh, it's Hassel? Yeah. Okay, Hassel. 
But Lady M is fine, too. So I call you Hassle. I call myself Hassle. <laughs> it's easier to say. Hassle. <laughs> it's like a whole other syllable. <laughs> is it Baron or Baran? It's Baron. Yeah, Baron. You know. Either way. John Baron. It's, it's, right. it's an advertising for all future wives. My name is John Baron. <laughs> <laughs> so Don't want to have kids? Hit me up. <laughs> yes. Don't I have kids? I'm your man. Well, I'm good morning. Baron. Well, good morning. Hi, I'm John Baron. Wow. Uh, yes, my morning cappuccino. Nothing's better than these cappuccinos. So what's this live. new thing? There's there's caramels, yeah. drizzle. Oh, dude, you don't he know how to like make it. it. Oh. Get out of here! So he Please. won't drink that now. I might. It looks real good. I'll drink it. We're broadcasting live from the main cigar lounge at the world famous Casa Monte Cristo cigar bar, right here in the heart of Boynton Beach, Florida. If you're anywhere in the area, come on in, listen to the show live in front. We're broadcasting for the live studio audience. A uh, little yoga this morning. I saw yeah. the pictures. Yep, Saturday morning yoga is my favorite. Uh, no, no, there's, she has a bunch of other people that come. Really? Anywhere from like five to ten people. Wow. Normally. Do you charge it? Yeah. What do they charge for that? Five bucks. Five bucks? Yeah. That's it? That's it. Oh. Which is why we go, because it's a great deal and you're on the beach. And Which beach? Uh, Juno Beach. Juno Beach? Yep. Not, not far for you. Nope. Have you, you ever done uh, hot yoga? I heard yeah, that's, that's in Chakram. Chakram. Ikram, Ikram, whatever he wants to call it. That looks painful. Yeah, it's exhausting. That's not my favorite. That's what I started doing when I started doing yoga, and it was like, whoa, it's like really intense. Probably smells great in that room after no, everyone's it done. No, it stinks. It's so, and then like, like the one, room. and then like the <laughs> rooms they have carpets, and then all the sweat just seeps in. Like they have to get those carpets clean like once a month. I swear. It's like that Turkish bath smell. Did you ever walk like into a community center basketball court like after oh, like yeah. a weekend of playing? I mean, what's the deal with that smell in that room? It's a mixture of mold, but, sweat, fear. Oh, it's putrid. Fear. <laughs> but I tell you what's even funnier is like after being ten minutes in that room, you're yeah. immune to it. Oh yeah, it's you, gone. You go, you go smell blind. Yeah. Yeah, you walk in, it's like, whoo, and you're gone. Yeah, I, that's why the beach is really nice because even, like, I farted and, like, it was, like, only for, like, two <laughs> seconds. All you got was, like, one, like, little of it and then it was gone. <laughs> she walks into my office and just farts and walks out of the room. This is so, what she does. It's, the technical term for that is crop dusting. Crop dust. I am crop like dusting is when you rub right up on a guy. And no, nope. That's when I walk right past you, drop one, You walk never away. walk past me. I don't let you get that close. Walk away. I know better. You're looking like, uh, crops, are looking <laughs> a little, crops are looking a little withered. I better dust them quickly. Yeah, Emily's volatile. Um, <laughs> Sorry, tangent. Follow us every uh, follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Kiss My Ash Radio. Every Friday we post a social media word. If you hear the social media word during the show today, give us a call at one eight seven seven nine six six ninety nine six zero ninety nine sixty. I'm going to write that down. One eight eight seven seven nine six zero ninety nine sixty. And that is brought to you by our very good friends at Recluse Cigars. Yes, and you'll win a five pack of cigars free, courtesy of uh, courtesy of Recluse Cigars, and also our fine folks and. Uh, Sponsors from day one, Zycar, makers of lighters and cutters, guaranteed for life. Give away a very nice prize to a lucky listener every week. And Lady M, where are the fine folks at Zycar giving away today? This week, when you're the 10th caller after hearing this sound, click, click, uh, you are going to get a uh, awesome little Zycar humidifier. This is a 100-count crystal humidifier, yeah, as well round, as yeah. uh, an 8-ounce bottle of the propylene glycol. And a gunmetal uh, oh, twist, twist punch cutter. Punch cutter. It yeah, it's up. Um, comes with like a little keychain. You can throw it on your key. Um, great little package from Zycar over $50 
value of Zycar prizes. And you can find a photo of that on our Facebook page at Kiss My Ash Radio. Correct. See what you're going to win. we got a show today full of guests. Loaded, John, po- loaded were, potato. Yeah, you were overworked it today. we got Darren... Chioffi. Chioffi. Darren Chioffi is the cigar smoking world champion. Yes. Chioffi or Chioffi? Chioffi. Oh, okay. Yes. He's a cigar smoking world champion. He's owner of Principal Cigars. He... Uh, Won the title in Croatia last year. Yes. But I think he's I'm really excited to hear about this. I didn't know I, what that that a world a cigar champion existed. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I think this th- is very interesting. We're going to get more details, but I think what they do is they all smoke the same cigar, and so where we can keep it lit the longest and continually smoke it without right. having to relight it. Right. Yeah. And he, I think since then he's broken his own world record. I think so. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We're going to talk with him and check him out and check out about his cigars. Because I guess there must be some kind of. Well, I'll talk about it later with him. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. some cool stuff. Uh, also, uh, we got our good friend, the Coop, William Cooper, CigarCoop.com. We're going to see what the Coop's up to. And uh, John, in his efforts to always bring us interesting guests, has brought us Nancy Hartwell, author of Harem Slave. Yes, she's an expert in the sex trafficking industry. Didn't know that sex trafficking was such a big industry. It is big, and it's 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 centuries and centuries old as well. It's been going on forever. And, and here in Florida, Polk County, um, there was a couple stories that came out about a month ago or so about Polk County, Florida, which is sort of in the middle of the state, is a big sex trafficking hub. Really? I, you yes. know what I just found out? I went and did a, um, a charity yoga class the other night after work, and what I didn't realize is that it was a charity for... Sex trafficking. Really? Yes, and they ha- that charity alone had saved 128 girls like this now, year. This, is, this isn't like this is. Yes, a, this uh, is not in in Palm Beach County yeah. alone. This yep. is not like. Um, uh, it's crazy. Uh, I had no uh, idea. Uh, uh, I forget what they call them. I don't want to say a whorehouse, but it's not like these girls are willing. These are girls who are doing right. it unwillingly. They are abducted. Wow. Yeah. This insane. Would be interesting. This will be interesting. Yeah, i got to pull that charity up. Yes, yes, yes. And also for our Meet Your Maker segment, we're going to have John Huber and Mike Condor of Crown Heads, the fine folks who are Crown Heads. They're both coming on now? They're both coming on. Okay. I, I don't know who was coming on. John, just John? Just John. Oh, uh, well, maybe just John. I'm, I'm so used to them hand in hand right, all the time. Right. You know, it's like Batman and Robin. I won't, I'll let them decide which is which. But, <laughs> yeah, they're always on. And uh, we're going to give you a trivia. John has sent us some very cool stuff. You guys are wearing some... Crown they have the best yeah. swag. They do. They Love got a good swag. ashtray, and and we got some pre-release cigars from them. I, you're smoking the new Angels Anvil, the yeah. TA cigar that hasn't even shipped yet. Yeah, it's and uh, I'm gonna smoke this uh, one that's just labeled IPCPR mm-hmm. 2015, and we'll hopefully John can give us some background on what this cigar is about here. I'm gonna light it up and smoke it throughout the show, and I'll keep you posted. And also, we're gonna give you a trivia question straight from John Huber, and if you get it right. He will happily send you one of these ashtrays, which we posted the picture on Facebook, yep. along with a four-pack of the Tennessee Walt cigars. So Ooh. that trivia question will be coming up later on during the show. And um, what are these little friends of ours oh. sitting here? Oh, as always, we're gonna have a great <laughs> punish. We're gonna have a great punish your producer segment today. And I wanted to do piranhas. Uh-huh. The lady I'm like adamantly protested said she would not do the show. If I bought piranhas for you, just stick your hand in the bowl. I was initially okay with it, and then we started watching some videos on people that actually got bit by piranhas. Pretty nasty. Small bites. You know what? Uh, Even I would have rather done that than what you're going to do today, without a doubt. Yeah. We have two Madagascar nasty-looking hissing cockroaches. Oh, my God. I mean, these oh things God, are oh huge. God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Yeah. And John's going to eat them on the show today, live. Yeah, That's we're going to record it. we got Bob and Tom up That's there. That's really gross. Yeah, they're both males because, <laughs> God forbid, like, something happened. I thought they were both happened. females. No, both males. Oh, yeah. Ugh. We they don't had... want them reproducing yeah. in our shop. That's right. <laughs> Make sure you work around the genitalia when you eat it. I will. Ugh. 
So, yeah, that's going to be our Punish the Producer segment. Oh, uh, the fight tonight. No, isn't it postponed? <laughs> no way is no, that fight no, no. postponed. Are you crazy? It is. No, it's not. No, someone told me it was postponed No last way. Night. Oh, he got me then. <laughs> they are lying. $210 million. They said that Mayweather got hurt. No way. Are you watching the fight tonight? Yes. Where are you going? I'm um, thinking about going down to uh, Tilted Kilt. What? Yeah. What's Tilted Kilt? It's this new store, uh, a restaurant down in Boca. Where all It's like a Hooters, but all the girls wear... Um, Kilts? Kilts. And they're, I mean, no offense to Hooters, but these girls are heads and shoulders above Hooters girls. Like, no doubt. Tilted Kilt? I have to check out Tilted Kilt. You're not even going to watch a fight tonight. Lady M? No, uh, no, I might. Well, it's canceled. I, I, so. I really, yeah, no, dude, canceled. I just pulled up. Fight canceled? No, I got to read into this. No. Um, no, I might go. I, I have some friends that are watching it at home. Oh, we're they, taking, they rented it. We're taking a group, big group over to our friends over here in West Palm Beach. We're going to go to Spearmint Rhino. Oh, you nice. are? Oh, yeah. They got this little uh, section blocked off. We're nice. going to sit there, watch the fight. I'm going to turn in my victory. that I, <laughs> I won my own <laughs> second place package at their charity uh Casino, they had a casino night. Oh, nice. So I won like a bottle service for 10 and my own box of cigars I donated for a prize. So, yeah, that was interesting. Um, huh. <laughs> as always. And Fantasy Season 4, Fantasy Fumare is on the way. Yes, folks, the brackets are up at kissmyashradio.com. And uh, we're going to see who's going to win a $100 gift card courtesy of Best Buy. Here's the breakdown in the West. To the West upper bracket, we have... Jeanette, Cigar Sexy of West Palm Beach. Again, she'll be butting up against Mike, Burning Stogies, also of West Palm Beach. And in their side of the bracket, we also have Joe, Stickett of Palm Beach Gardens, Florida, versus Blazing Cajuns, Randall in Abbeville, Louisiana. Below them in the same side of the West bracket, we have Bryce of Long Ashes of Port Ritchie, Florida. Long what? Long Ashes. Oh, okay. I see, yeah, I was close. I don't know. I, I miss that sometimes. <laughs> uh, also... Uh, he'll be uh, heading up, heads up right away against El Jefe, Jeff from Fremont, California. And next to them will be Jeff Cigar Burner from Cincinnati, Ohio, who's going to pair up against Stacy, Cigar Stacy of Raleigh in North Carolina. Up in the east, at the top of the bracket, we have our good friend, Vegas Ashes, Billy of Las Vegas, Nevada. He's going to be heading up against John Ash Hole, yes, of Lawton, Texas. Below them, we have Twin Twins Burns. Mary of Hallandale, Florida, versus Gold Rush. Danny of Memphis, Tennessee. And in the east side of the bracket, in the lower end, we have Michael of Ashcans, Flagstaff, Arizona, will be heading up against Maduro Titan, Roger of Niles, Illinois. Versus, and in uh, the next last pairing will be Jeremy. His team name is Camo Cigar Man of Loxahatchee, Florida. And he'll be heading up against Julie, whose team name is Horseplay of Richmond, Virginia, those are our 16 teams for Season 4 Fantasy Fumari. We wish you all the best of luck. And updates can be found at kissmyashradio.com. Up ahead, our Punish the Producer segment. Uh, We're going to make our producer eat some Madagascar hissing cockroaches. This should be yeah. interesting. Don't go anywhere. Follow us on Twitter at kissmyashradio. Yes, it's mandatory. Cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. 
Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try one of our Decade Cigars. This premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the decade. Try it. This is a La Aurora-issued public service announcement. The iconic lion has gone rogue. Breaking out of the original Dominican Cigar Factory is Untamed by La Aurora. Undoubtedly, one of their strongest cigars proves that not only can their factory provide flavorful sticks, but powerful as well. Taking a fantastic Dominican Nicaraguan blend and wrapping it with an oily Connecticut broadleaf wrapper creates a wild ride of flavor from start to finish. Be aware, this animal is extremely aggressive and should be approached with caution. Bill Paley, Samuel Paley's grandson, has dedicated himself to creating cigars emblematic of the original La Polina brand, created by his grandfather over a century ago. La Polina premium handmade cigars represent a marriage of the finest tobaccos blended by master artisans. La Polina has consistently received top honors from all industry publications, including Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year and Cigar Journal's Best American-Made Cigar. La Polina, premium handmade cigars, available only at fine tobacconists. Trill, Cabarete, Cuellar. Yes, Trill, Cabarete, and Cuellar. I said Trill, Cabarete, and Cuellar. Get these cigar brands in your head because they are great and here to stay. So do yourself a favor. Go to your local retailer and say Trill, Cabarete, and Cuellar. I need to try these now. Top-rated cigars from Villager Cigars. It's a movement. For more information or to find a retailer near you, visit VilligerCigars.com. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Day, yeah, Rick O'Casey. Rick O'Casey. One of the ugliest rock singers ever. Who's married to the lovely model Polina. Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. Google his wife. I would. All right. It's time for a segment that I created here. I was inspired. What inspired? Oh, the boxing. The boxing. The hit did. in the stomach inspired yeah. this. The Hebrew Hammer. He's got a fight coming up June 12th. Oh, we'll have him on the show yep. hopefully before the fight. Yep. And uh, watch it get on the air. Our good friend, the Hebrew Hammer. Um, what what weight division is he in? It's something heavyweight. I think no, no, I think it's welter. Is what he's in. So gross. Yes. Yeah. 
I think it's Walter. But, um, yeah, you took a hit to his stomach, and that Did? inspired me for our new segment, which is called Punish the Producer. We hate him as much as you do. And now it's time to make him pay. Punish the Producer. All right. We have here in front of us two live. Oh, yeah, they're still alive. <laughs> oh, look at those antennas. Mad- Let him go. Madagascar hissing cockroaches, Hi. which John is going to... I mean, I don't even know how you're going to touch these things, but you're going to consume How are you going to get it out of the place? Just open the pop Just top. avoid all the little turds that they have here in the... Those are the croutons. Yeah. You, you could walk around to the other side of the table. You want me to walk around? Yeah. You do about... Okay. Can you? I mean, I guess you could do it here. I didn't oh, realize it was such a hurdle. Here you go. All right. Let's do it here. Here you go. Oh. Let me move my cappuccino away from this... Shot, here. shot, shot, shot. Where's the lively one? Is this him? Are you, I think this is the lively one. They're both alive. Do you have any back... Did I kill one? Hold on, let me slide over you. Did you kill him? Did I kill one? No. no. Oh. Get a good videotape of this. Ah, oh, stop it! Stop Ew. it! There he is. Oh, no. He looks so mad. Oh, my God, don't touch me with that. Ew, are you going to eat him head first or, like, butt first? I don't know. Don't lose him. He's a lively He's crawling. John. He's crawling. John. He's crawling. John, don't do it. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Wait! Did you? Oh, no, he spit him out. Oh God! That's not. That's not going down. No, he's definitely not alive. <laughs> oh. Oh. Look, the the guts are on his leg right there. Ew! <laughs> what happened? It you got him in your mouth. It exploded in my mouth. It exploded. <laughs> oh my God! I don't know if I could do the other one. Come on, you got to eat one. <sighs> you haven't failed at a task yet. This was, hey, this was your choice. I was all for the... <laughs> hey, let me ask John, you something. Yeah. Are piranhas looking a little better right now? Piranhas sounded pretty good right back. Yeah, now. I wanted to bring piranhas in. He opted for this. Okay? They have a very distinct taste, I'll say that. It's what does very, it taste like? It's almost like death. And, uh, <laughs> These cockroaches are farm-raised, though. They, we, we, we got them organic. Like organic. We got yeah. the top-notch yeah, top yeah, organic, organic These are great. cockroaches. There's, just, there's a lot of... Stuff Pus? coming out of them. Oh, dude. Oh, There's my goodness. If you're going to put it in your mouth and crunch it, just oh. finish it off. Oh. <laughs> 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 Ow. That's a lively bugger. It's oh, on your shirt. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, no. He's chewing. Ew. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. He couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. Oh. Dude, all that chewing you couldn't swallow? <laughs> if you were on Fear Factor, you would have oh. lost $50,000 right now. Oh. You gotta imagine it was just being... I imagined a lot of things just then. <laughs> How could... Oh, man. Oh. How could you chew that many times and not swallow? This is the taste gets me. That taste. Oh. Wow, you put it in your mouth. You killed them. What is that? What do they look like? You know, like? women have done this on Fear Factor. Yeah, women... Yeah. I, uh, props to them. Yeah. I have a new respect for those women. I tell you what, I'm impressed because Joe Rogan, the oh. day he had a celebrity uh, Fear Factor oh. once, and there was a model on the show, and the model wouldn't do it. And, you know, you see this guy forcing everybody to eat, like, pig ears and pig snouts. He told her, I'll do it with you. And he ate one with I, her, and he I, made her eat it, and they ate it. I think the cockroaches on those shows were fake because that's crazy. 
Good job, John. That's crazy. Wow. You failed. John yeah, gets a, a big F on, I the, did. on the cockroach. No, he put that thing in his mouth and he chewed it. Gotta I give swallow. him. I say he passed. Got to swallow. I say he passed. Good effort. It's a punishment producer. Nice try. Thank you. You got to... Uh, they both hit the garbage can? Yeah, I'll put it... Hey, I got good aim. Nice. Well done. Oh, my God. That's awful in there. Bleah. Are they, like, kind of in pieces right now? Yeah, they're they're pretty well chewed there. I got good molars. Oh, gosh. Well, John, we really thought you'd be able to pull it off. Oh, me too. I'm sorry, I think, everybody. I think it's the first one you failed at. Yeah, it is. Oh. Yeah, it is. Oh. Piranhas sound a lot better now, don't they? They sound more oh. feasible, I'll say that. A little that. bite from a piranha, oh. a little band-aid, you would be good to go. I think so. Oh, well, that was our Punisher producer. Oh, check out. Well, I guess we'll post it on Facebook eventually. Oh, right oh no, now. it's going on right Facebook now. Right now. I got, I got it here. <laughs> it's oh. going on Facebook Real now. Close. All right. Up ahead after the break, we're going to have John Huber of Crown Heads. He's going to tell us all about their new cigars coming up and what's going on with them and their company right after this. Oh, God. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ass Radio. The godfather of boutique cigars is back. Ernesto Perez Carrillo, the creator of La Gloria Cubana, Siri R, and El Rico Habano recently joined forces with his children to create E.P. Carrillo brand. In just the first year of E.P. Carrillo, received a 94 rating in Cigar Aficionado and number 8 Cigar of the Year and Rob Report's Best of the Best Honor. Although E.P. Carrillo is made with the finest tobaccos in the world, Ernesto has not wavered on his family's commitment for affordable prices. With prices starting at $4.50 for the 91 New Wave Connecticut, you can't afford not to try E.P. Carrillo. Pick up an E.P. Carrillo at your nearest location. Perfecting a seed for over 40 years takes skill. Then again, so does growing the perfect beard. Take it from Matt Booth, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the owner of the infamous Room 101 brand. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Pick one up today. Coot Cigars presents Miro, a balanced, complex cigar with dominant notes of earth and sweet cream complemented by cocoa, spice, and nuts. With fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras and employing a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper, this medium to full-bodied cigar offers a delicious bittersweet combination with an easy draw. With a rating of 91 by Cigar Snob Magazine. Middle Cigars, presented by Coots. Available at tobacconist retailers nationwide. Coots.com. That's K-U-U-T-S dot com. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life and their family's life changes dramatically. Chemotherapy treatments, doctor visits, and trips to the hospital soon consume their time. The programs and services provided by the Kids Cancer Foundation make it possible for the foundation to meet the needs of our young patients and families. We could not provide these resources without your support. For more information and to find out how you can make a difference in the life of a child battling cancer, call 561-333-8116. Or visit kidscancersf.org. Sponsored by CLE Cigars. Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year with numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. 
Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in Sungrown or Maduro. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Later. Welcome back. Honest Dave here with my gang sitting in for Adam K. The Brewmeister is John Barron. Oh, yeah, hey, everybody. Our producer. Wow, John. Cockroach eater and the lovely lady. I give, I give you props. I say he did, he, he totally managed that. Do you, yeah. do you regret that decision? Um, now that it's over, no, because it looked pretty funny. So. Oh. <laughs> Dude, that was so wrong. Had it not been funny, I might have been a little... Uh, I could hear the crunch. Oh, yeah. There. It was... I mean, I felt it in my head, too. Oh. The head crunch is the worst part. Did, 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 did it, like... It exploded. There was juices? Yeah, there was juices. Yeah, were, you swallowed uh, some of them juices. Definitely swallowed some of those juices. <laughs> Plenty of protein for today, everybody. Oh, man. <laughs> Woo! This, as my three-year-old says, this Dustin. Yeah. Oh, that is terrible. All right. Well, every week we like to invite a very uh, special guest to be on what I consider to be my favorite part of the show. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. It's time to meet your maker. Dialing in straight from the heart of Tennessee, USA. Our good friends from Fort Crown Heads, fine makers of Four Kicks, Healthy Crange, J.D. Howard Reserve, and Jericho Hill. John Huber. John, welcome. You're on Kiss My Ash Radio. Thank you, Abe. Good morning, and uh, good to be back on the show. Oh, we always love having good you, morning, man. Good morning, John. I don't know if you caught good the morning. earlier part, but yeah, that uh, we made our producer eat a Madagascar hissing cockroach. It was pretty Two nasty. Of them. Two of them. Are you serious? Too. Oh. That really happened? Oh, we, I... I we sent you a clip of the video. We have a segment called "Punish the Producer," and okay. um, I, I wanted to get I wanted to get piranhas, but I was outvoted, and the, the cockroaches <laughs> won. But I think oh he's regretting that decision now. Was it was Just it a alive? Bit. Oh yeah, they were oh, both yeah. alive. They were crawling around in his hands. Yeah, yeah. The That's video will be up on Facebook. He, he bit the first one and then spit it out. Couldn't deal with it. The second one, he gave it a good I six it a or good... seven chews. Yeah, yeah. But couldn't get it oh, down no, his throat. Oh no. Yeah. No. Oh my God! Yeah, that was the first. Believe me when I believe me when I tell you we don't pay him enough for that. I'm telling you. Oh, I did it for God. free. Just that tells you a little bit about me. Well, he's yeah. dedicated. He's dedicated <laughs> to the show. Nice. So, so John, obviously uh, one of the founders of uh, Crown Heads, and uh, you guys have uh, really come a long way in the last few years. Uh, got your foot in the uh, cigar world and came out with a lot of solid. Solid brands that have been doing very, very well for you. you. Um, how's everything been going? Uh, knock on wood, everything's been going fantastically. Um, you know, uh, kind of the, for people that don't know, they're listening to the show. We started shipping our first cigars in November of 2012, so it hasn't been that long. Even though it, it feels like dog years, it's like every year ages is seven. So 
Um, but last year was an exceptional year for us. It was a breakout year, I, I kind of say. And, um, you know, a lot of that had to do with, obviously, who's making our cigars for us, which is, uh, you know, Ernesto Perez Carrillo. And also, last year was our first year working with uh, the Garcia family at my father's cigars. So that was a huge uh, coup for us as well. So, yeah. I was going to say, it must be real, real tough to have those people making cigars for you. <laughs> I know, right? It's kind of like um, it's, it's like if you're a musician and you go into the studio and you got like Rick Rubin and you know Pharrell Williams as your producers, it's like you couldn't do much better than that. So, yeah, we're very fortunate and we have a very good relationship with with both of those houses and couldn't be happier, man. Very That's, cool, John. I got a question for you. Um, your mm-hmm. more recent projects have been your state exclusive cigars. How did that idea yeah. come about, and you guys start doing that? Um, it came about uh, because I wanted to, initially I wanted to do something with Broadleaf for, I don't know, like the last, you know, ever since it started, but every year uh, that I picked it to earn it, I wasn't able to do it. So the first uh, opportunity I had with Garcia's asked Tommy if he had Broadleaf and could we play around with it, and he said, yeah. Um, and so we came up with this particular blend that I thought was just fantastic. And at the same time, I'm like, what can I use that blend for? And, and I had this idea in mind where... We wanted to kind of give back to our local state. We're really big about supporting local and taking care of our backyard here. And, and it's a two-way street that take good care of us. So I said, let's make a, a state-exclusive cigar. Let's do this just for Tennessee. So that broadleaf blend um, ended up being what became Tennessee Waltz. Um, and that took off like crazy. And then the next step was, all right, different shapes, different Vitola. Let's, let's do it for uh, Texas. So actually, Hawaii came next and then Texas. But it's all the same blend. Just different shapes, all broadly. Very cool. Well, speaking of Tennessee Waltz, um, you've been yeah. very generous enough to offer a, a prize for one of our lucky listeners. So uh, you gave me a tri- you gave me a trivia question. I'm going to ask a trivia right. question, and uh, the tenth caller at eight seven seven nine six zero ninety nine sixty. That's eight seven seven nine six zero nine nine six zero. Yep. If you give us a call with the right answer to this question, you will win. A beautiful Crown Heads ashtray, which we put on our uh, Facebook page, along with a four-pack of the Tennessee Waltz. And here's a question. From what Johnny Cash song does a cigar Jericho Hill take its inspiration from? Ah, good question. Yes. So give us a call if you know the answer to that. And, you know, your cigars are kind of a lot themed based on music, correct? Yeah, well, a few of them. Quite quite a few, actually. Um, I guess it's just kind of natural because everybody that... that well, I say everybody's like four guys that work in our heads, but we we you know we're in quote unquote music city, and there is a musical influence here, and, and we've got mm-hmm. you know a, a six foot tall uh, metal print of Johnny Cash in our office, and he's like staring at you every day. It's kind of hard not to be influenced a little bit by music. Um, so yeah, we do get some inspiration from music, but I mean I I, I keep a little notes thing in my phone and it just it literally says ideas and it's just it goes on and on with all kinds of stuff the musical inspiration art movies film the you know it's crazy stuff now a lot of it doesn't come to see the light of day but well very cool i mean just joining us we're speaking with john huber co-founder of uh crown heads makers of four kicks hugley grange jd howard reserve jericho hill and uh, a lot of very cool limited edition cigars we'll be talking about uh, after the break. Um, John, are you originally from Nashville? Are you originally from Tennessee? No, sir. No, I, I, uh, I was born in San Francisco, actually, and um, lived there until I was 17. Then I moved to Los Angeles 
uh, went to college in Los Angeles at USC and then uh, moved to Nashville in like 95, 94, 95. So it was kind of an what interesting caused you to move to Nashville? Uh, actually, it's just I had gotten so burned out on L.A. man. it's just um, the lifestyle, the the culture, lack thereof, what have you. I just needed to get out of Dodge, and um, mm-hmm. so you know, it was just kind of serendipitous that CAO was here at the time, and they were just getting started. And I had determined to, uh, you know, I wanted to do something I was passionate about, and it took me a while, but I figured out it was going to be cigars, and I kind of went out and went after it, and that's how I got the gig with CAO. Um, it wasn't like I entered a one ad or I worked in a cigar store or anything like that. Pretty much, you know, a lot of on-the-job training and just kind of going after it. Man. So, fortunately, so John, I moved John, to you're from San. <laughs> so, John, you're originally from San Francisco. Is there ever uh, – you're originally from San Francisco. Is there ever a chance yeah. of seeing a uh, Grateful Dead-themed cigar? Seeing a what? A Grateful Dead-themed oh. cigar? Never. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, the – there's not a whole lot of support in California. It's tough, the smoking laws and all that and everything. And honestly, uh, it's one of those bands like I've never understood. And no offense to anybody out there that's a big deadhead, but I just don't get it, man. It's 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 got to resonate with me, and it's got to make sense for me to get my heart into it. And, right. Yeah, you know, Grateful Dead and Fish and all that kind of stuff. It's like that ain't gonna happen. So they're actually still touring. The Dead? But, yeah, they got oh, a show yeah. coming well, up in Chicago great. in July. Yeah. But, yeah. but Jerry's not there. So. I, I saw his last concert before he died, actually. I did. Really? Were you, were you musically... Yeah, were you... It was kind of actually cool. Were you okay. musically... Um, were you musically uh, inclined? I mean, were you into music before you moved to Nashville, or did that kind of inspire you more by moving to Nashville? I just... I've always had, like... No, I didn't move to Nashville because I didn't get off... I'm not going to get off the bus with a big guitar case on my back going, you know, I'm going to be the next <laughs> country. That's, nothing could be further from the truth. Um, in fact, I'm not really a country music fan in the least. Um, at least country nowadays. Um, if you talk like Johnny Cash, Waylon Jennings, that kind of stuff, Hank Williams, and... I admire that kind of music, but the stuff that, that they play nowadays is like, I don't know, it's just, uh, <laughs> let's just it's say. It's like pop music, not even country. Yeah. I, I don't consider just, Johnny Cash country. You know, I know he, he is country, but I never you know, consider, you know, I don't consider I guess it's him more country. Now, like, I love Johnny Cash, but I don't like country. Yeah. I guess yeah. now Cash, the cool thing to call that is Americana. There's, there's a whole different yeah. genre called Americana. It's like, okay, whatever you want to call it. But at any rate. To answer your original question, Dave, I'm, I'm, no, I've never really been uh, anything other than just a, a big fan of music and, you know, being the typical five-year-old kid wanting to play drums and driving the house crazy and that kind of thing. But, um, no, nah, it's just, you know, I think I kind of inherited the gene from my father. Like, if you go to my father's house, he uh, he has a hole upstairs where it's got one room is just vinyl, one room is CD, one room is, like, cassette, one room is reel-to-reel. You know, he's wow. just an avid uh, music aficionado, basically. So, Well, if you're just joining us, we're talking with John Huber, co-founder of uh, Crown Heads. And you sent us some very cool cigars that we're smoking. Um, and yes. uh, after the break, I want to talk about these cigars that you sent us and some of the limited stuff you guys are working on. So we'll hit it on that Let's right after this. Sounds good. Kiss My Ass Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and Lady M. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. 
Hey, fools, how about a game of cutthroat? Your funeral? That's my kind of game. Arnold, I hope your pool playing is better than your choice of cigars. Here, try this Rick Loose cigar. You're gonna need all the help you could get. Hey, don't be stingy. Let me get one of those. Rick Loose. Wow, that's a good smoke. Now I can bring my A game. Hey, I think you should stick with that Rick Loose cigar and work on your B game because you don't have an A game, and, and I know a little something about games. Boom. Hey, sucker, go buy yourself a Rick Loose cigar and do it today. Voted the number one gentleman's club worldwide. Located on Okeechobee and Military Trail for the sexiest scene in the city. Come see us at the Spearmint Rhino, the premier upscale gentleman's club. Get ready to celebrate the good life with the Monte Cristo Social Club Roadshow, coming soon to a city near you. Enjoy world-class premium cigar brands like Monte Cristo, Romeo y Julieta, and H. Upman. Sip on delicious drinks and savor fine foods. You'll also hear an exclusive lecture about crafting premium cigars from the first seeds to hand-rolled masterpieces. Visit MontecristoSocialClub.com slash Roadshow for more information and to reserve your tickets to join in the festivities. Surgeon General's warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. This is Eric Espinoza, and over the years, many cigar aficionados have enjoyed my highly rated brands, 601 Murcielago. In the spirit of continuing improvement, I have purchased my own factory. La Zona, enriched and fertile tobacco region of Esteli, Nicaragua. After almost two decades in the cigar industry, I have created a brand I finally feel is worthy of my name. Espinosa cigars are made with only the finest tobaccos, hand-selected, and aged to perfection. Our cigars are bold in flavor, yet refined to the palate. Look for Espinosa cigars at your nearest fine tobacconist. For more information, visit EspinosaCigars.com. The Oliva Family. The makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available continue in this tradition with the new Oliva Series V Milanio, a full-flavored yet smooth smoke which recently received a 95 rating from Cigar Snob Magazine. So always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and an uncompromising quality. The Oliva Family of Cigars. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Back, folks. I'm Dave here with my gang. Sitting in for the Brewmeister is John Barron. Hey, everybody. And the lovely Lady M. Uh, we are broadcasting live from the main cigar lounge at the world famous Casa de Monte Cristo Cigar Bar, right here in the heart of Boynton Beach, Florida, in front of a live audience. Um, on the line today, calling in from Nashville, Tennessee, is John Huber, co founder of Crown Heads, makers of fine cigars. John, thank, once again, thank you for joining us on Kiss My Ash Radio. My pleasure, Abe. Good to be here. And uh, thank you also for having the best swag in yeah. the industry. <laughs> Seriously, a crowded swag is the best swag. <laughs> Lady M loves your swag. You. Yeah, I'll, she likes your on, swagger, uh, John. I don't. I don't know if you could tell, but I was kind of like on this whole surf-inspired kick with that last round of hats I sent you guys. My wife and I went to Hawaii it's, in February for the Paniola launch, and everywhere it was foam mesh truckers. I'm like, oh, these are so cool. So I just kind of went overboard and I did like three or four different foam mesh truckers, and so. We played that out. Got that out of my system. So lots of new designs coming in. Uh, actually, later this month. That's great. Good stuff. So, John, yeah. you sent us some cigars. You sent us some cigars. 
Uh, we got in uh, yesterday, and um, you know, John is right now smoking the new Las Calaveras. This is the second mm-hmm. release of a limited edition cigar you started last year from the Garcia mm-hmm. family, correct? Is correct. there anything different yes. about this cigar from last year? Uh, yeah, it's an entirely different blend. Um, when we announced Las Calaveras last year, we we said from going forward it was going to be an annual release, and then every year we would change the blend, modify it slightly, what have you. So. Yeah, this is a completely different blend. Uh, last year we used an Ecuador Havano Oscuro, eighth priming wrapper, very dark, very bold. Um, this year we're using Ecuador Havano Rosado wrapper, uh, beautiful wrapper, oily, just a nice, rich Colorado brown color. Uh, and the binder and filler components obviously have changed as well. Um, and then we also changed one with Bola. Uh, we took out the 7x54 from last year's lineup because I thought it was just too big. And I replaced it with a traditional Corona board at five five eight forty six. Nice. And what's the production on these boxes? Production. We this is this is one of my favorite topics because last year we we did seventy two thousand cigars, which is uh, a thousand boxes of each of the three batolas, and it took us about a week and a half, two weeks to sell through the seventy two thousand. This year, because of the demand from last year, we upped the production to ninety thousand cigars. 1,250 boxes of each, thinking that that would, you know, satiate the market. We oversold it in four hours. We announced it on wow. April the 2nd. And, and April the 2nd in the morning, we announced it uh, by a half wheel and uh, sent out the sell sheet to our, our sales guys. And within four hours, it was already oversold. So we had to go back and actually cut back uh, some orders on some folks. So the response wow. was, I mean, more than anything we had anticipated, it was ridiculous. Uh, good problem to have. And these these cigars should be hitting the market approx- approximately when, John? Uh, this month, May. Uh, um, you know, we're going to get them out by May. I'm trying to push as early in May as possible because I'm getting daily inquiries as to when they're going to ship, obviously. Um, it's always been May. We're going to try to do it late April, early May. But um, my guess is probably within the next two to three weeks. Um, the cigars have been done. The labels, the bands, all that. Uh, my father's in, in the middle of box production right now. So it's just now getting the boxes done, pack the babies, and it'll be over. Now, you also have another annual release. You do a cigar for the TAA, the Tobacco Association of America. Mm. We actually had yeah. Sh- Shorty on the show last week telling our, you know, educating our listeners on what the... <laughs> on, <laughs> on what the TAA is all about. Uh, your yeah. TAA cigar is Angel's Anvil, correct? Yes, yes, I did, actually. They, and, uh, um, go ahead. No, no, and this cigar is going to be different from the blend from last year? Exactly, exactly. We we changed the blend again. Um, the TA asked us to do an exclusive last year, and so rather than just put a secondary band on an existing blend that we had or something, I wanted to create, I wanted to do something that I didn't think anybody had done so far, which is create a brand specifically to the TAA. So the initials, the Angel's Anvil, stand for TAA. And there's a whole backstory to what is the Angel's Anvil. And, it, you know, there's a lot of thought that went into it. And there's a couple of, like, little Da Vinci Code items within the, the text and the write-up that, you know, you could, I could have go on and on with. But anyway, the blend changed from last year. The size changed from last year. This blend this year is what I tell people about one click away from the old four kicks mule kick back in 2012. Um, very similar to that, um, and it's a six by fifty-two. Last year we did a, I think we did a seven by forty-eight Churchill, so a little bit different. 
This is this is one vitola that'll be sold yes. exclusively just at the TAA members, the retailers who are yes. TAA members across the country, including right? Smoke In. <laughs> yes. And yep. um, what's the production on on the Anvil, John? Twenty thousand cigars. We did one thousand boxes, twenty count boxes. Same as last year. Um, this year we sold it out in four hours at the TAA show. And when when will this cigar hit the market? That will be out in June. That will be out in June. Yeah, and, next month. You know, and you know, also, you guys have also come out with an event cigar, an interesting thing. Um, I believe you guys yeah. are calling it Blood Medicine. That's correct. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, you, got, um, you, got, you know, it, it, listen, it's, I'm not reinventing the wheel. I mean, there's been people have done event cigars on and on and on, you know. Garcia's did it, Pete's doing it, uh, Kyle Gallitz warped, announced he was doing one. Um, it's just a little something to get to the people that come out and support Crown Heads at what we call a road show. We don't really use the word event, per se, because we want like it to be that. more of a... Yeah, it needs to be more about... Uh, I tell our, our sales guys, it's, it's more about an educational experience and an interaction with the consumers, you know, telling them the little anecdotes, little Da Vinci codes about the branding, the packaging, what have you, the blend. Um, and then secondary sales. I mean, to me, event, it, it connotates this image of some guy like a rep with a polo shirt standing behind a table going, buy three, get one free. This one's Connecticut, Maduro, Havana, which one do you want? Oh, and if you buy a box, you'll get this polo shirt. You know, it's like, it's so hackneyed, so overplayed. So we try to do things a little differently. So part of that was creating an, an event only, uh, a roadshow only cigar. And um, it is called Blood Medicine. It's a Five and a half by forty-eight Super Corona. It's the same Vitola that uh, Bolivar did for the Edition Limitada 2014. I really like that size, so I wanted to do something with that size. And it's a proprietary blend that we don't have out in the marketplace right now. And you can't buy this cigar, from what I understand. No, no. And I've been very. So you have about to go to a- our sales guys. Yeah, you've got it. The only way to get it: go to a road show, buy a box of, of Crown Head cigars, and you're going to get an ashtray a three-pack of blood medicine, only available there, and then you'll get an event-only hat. So it's like $60 worth of free goods when a, uh, a consumer goes to a roadshow and purchases a box. It's, it's our way of saying thank you for supporting us. So, Very cool. It's a great concept. Yeah. Very nice. Now, yeah, I'm like smoking... I said, I, I didn't originate that. That's, that's just, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not reading the wheel here. But um, anyway, go ahead. No, no, I'm smoking a cigar that you had in the bag that said IPCPR 2015. I, I got to tell you, it's yeah. burning very well. I'm okay. enjoying it. Yeah, I'm not sure if this is Ecuador or not, but um, uh-huh. can you tell us about what I'm smoking here? Tell me what it tastes like. You know, it's it's medium bodied. It's not too spicy. It's got a little hint of of, of spice, but mm-hmm. um, it's it's a little headly granges to me, but a little a little more kick to it. You know? Okay. Okay. But um, I'm enjoying the cigar. Keep smoking it. It opens up to it's. It's to me. I get a real with that that blend. There's like a real charred steak kind of element to it. Um, it, it it's a pretty complex blend. It's and it's not heavy range. In fact, I, the only thing I, I can tell you at this time is that it's coming out of my father's cigar factory, and that is mm-hmm. a pre-release sample of what will become our fifth regular production brand, our second from my father. So this follows up Jericho Hill. Um, and it is not, uh, it's not broadly, some people are thinking it's broadly, it's, it's Ecuador Habano Escuro, um, and we're going to have it out in four sizes, that's about all I can tell you at this time, I'm, 
Uh, I think people are going to at least I got one thing right. <laughs> Say it again. I said at least I got one thing right. Yeah, no, that was good, man. That was all right. Yeah, no, no. Um, you know, but yeah, hey, so this is going to be. This, 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 sorry, John. Go ahead. Go ahead, Abe. No, I was talking over you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, it's all, it's all right. This, so this is going to be a whole new regular production line from you guys. Yes, correct. Correct. But It'll you haven't be, released any information about the name or anything yet. Not yet. No, I mean everything. I kind of referred to it. My running joke was with Mike. Mike Condor is I, I call it the blueprint, and this is like the blueprint 2.0. And everything is, is metered out and timed out. And I know exactly when we're going to release information on this, that, and the other. Um, and it's all done that way for a reason. It's, it's you know, I want to have Las Calaveras come out, have its day in the light, give it its shine. And then um, once that's out and about got some legs under it, then we'll announce uh, the regular production line. But I don't want to take the attention away from Las Calaveras or Angel's Anvil at this point. So well, it'll, it'll probably be about... sometime in June. I'll, I'll make you know. Yeah, I'm probably. about an inch into the cigar, inch and a half maybe. It's really, it is starting to open up, you know, a lot more, yeah. uh, you know, meaty or thicker smoke and flavor. It's, it is. It's, it is, it's, it's very really meaty. It's got that charred steak kind of element to it. Um, I'm not really good at, at the, the flavor descriptions. I'm not a blogger. Me uh, neither. Guys, I'm I like, I cool. like it. I don't like I it. That's what I can tell you. I after this, so maybe he can kind of analyze it. But I, <laughs> you know, I just, I don't know. I just, uh. I just prefer to sit back and enjoy the, enjoy the ride and then, you know, let well, people describe what it is. I'm very excited to learn more about this cigar, John. And listen, I know you guys are busy folks up there and really appreciate t- taking the time joining us on Kiss Mash Radio, letting our hey, listeners man, know I, about the I new stuff. I appreciate the opportunity. Um, Mike wanted to be here, too. He had something else going on. Um, but we really appreciate you guys considering us and letting us come on the show and, you know, pitch our stuff here to, to you or listeners, as it were. <laughs> yeah. You know what I love to do? I'm going to tell you something. When, when there's something cool going on in Nashville, why don't you get in touch with us? We'd love to come up and do a live remote from Nashville. That would be really cool. I think it'd be awesome. Listen, we just we just moved into uh, a brand new place. We we took a five year lease in a new place with a 2600 square foot humidified warehouse. Every I mean, we got a, the parking lot in the back, and I mean, you could, we could set it up there. You don't have to wait for something cool to come to Nashville because God knows Nashville thinks it has too many cool things already as it is. It's you can't even. <laughs> Everybody's well, you know, maybe we, for school. Maybe we do like a little release party when you finally announce this new line or something, and we come up and we, we, we do a little party on a Saturday and do a live After remote. After the trade show. Maybe yeah. Sometime in August. Yeah, man, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Uh, yeah, because doors, doors open, I, you know. Um, in fact, we we're going to start one of the things once we got in there, which, which is early February when we moved into it. It's actually nice to have like a permanent residence, so to speak, because we've been like little redhead stepchildren and went from one place to another place, and it's like we never last more than two years in the, in the place, so this is nice to have a home. But we wanted to open the doors to consumers, uh, you know, crown heads, loyals, what have you. And, you know, anytime people want to come over, we have little lounge areas. It's not glamorous. It's, it's just down and dirty, just like our brands. Very rustic, very authentic, <laughs> but the door's open to, to come and have a cigar. Well, I'm going to hold you to it. I'm going to sick Lady M on you until we uh, get something cool, <laughs> right? All right. You got it. All right. Thanks, John. Wish you all the best. Keep up the Thank great work, my Have friend. Have a wonderful weekend. All right. Adios. You Take too, care, buddy. Bye, John. All right. All right. Up well. ahead in our hour two, we're going to have Darren Chioffi. Yep. Darren Chioffi, the cigar smoking champion of the world. We'll find out what that's all about right after this. It's no secret. 
There's a movement in this country to squash the rights of cigar smokers. These busybodies want to impose their will on cigar manufacturers, retailers, and smokers with exorbitant taxes and unfair restrictions. As a cigar enthusiast, you do have a voice in this fight. Cigar Rights of America. CRA is your partner in Washington and all 50 states in the struggle to preserve your rights to enjoy cigars at reasonable prices in traditional settings. For the price of a few cigars, just $35 a year, you can join CRA and support their efforts in your behalf. Join up today on the Smokers' Rights page at thecigarstation.com. The new Romeo Inejo by Romeo y Julieta is crafted with a passion grown through time. Its double-fermented 2008 vintage tobaccos find their perfect companion with a stock-cut dark Connecticut wrapper. Together, they're aged in unique cedar cojones for a bold, sophisticated experience featuring notes of coffee and dark chocolate. Experience the timeless passion of the Romeo Añejo today at your local tobacconist. Surgeon General's warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Arturo Fuente, the reigning family of premium cigars since 1912, artistically combining old-world traditions and unparalleled craftsmanship with flavorful aged tobaccos, making Arturo Fuente the best-selling premium cigars in America. From the world-renowned Fuente Fuente Opus X to the new line of highly rated Arturo Fuente Rosado Magnum R Series, the Fuente family is proud to offer cigars for every palate. Whether you're a connoisseur or an occasional smoker, discover why only Fuente is Fuente. Duho, Quake, Cuave, and Cucuano. Premium cigars, 100% handcrafted Nicaraguan blend. Consistency, balance, aroma, and strength. Duho, Quake, Cuave, and Cucuano. The closest cigars to perfection. To find your nearest retailer, visit cucubanocigars.com. With the launch of the Siri D, Eddie Ortega has returned to the classic roots of cigar making. Crafted in Nicaragua, the Ortega Siri D is now available in six classic sizes, from the 4.5 by 48 number 6 to the newly released 6 by 60. Available in both a Mexican Maduro and a Habano Rosado wrapper, Ortega cigars will delight and enthrall even the most demanding of cigar smokers. Stop by any smoking location and try an Ortega Siri D today. Ortega cigars, classic cigar sizes for classic smokers. Old and new. Christoph Cigars has taken the boutique cigar industry by storm. Made in the spirit of elite Cuban cigar, Christoph allows you to experience the rich flavor and tradition found in the finest Cuban blends. Christoph Cigars are made using only the highest quality Habano seed and double fermented premium tobaccos from around the world. With 14 premium hand blends to choose from, mild to full-bodied, Christophe has a blend that is sure to satisfy the most discriminating cigar aficionado. Discover your Christophe today. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Well, 
Welcome back, folks, to Hour 2 of Kiss My Ash Radio. I'm your host, Honest Abe, along with my gang. Sitting in for the Brewmeister is John Barron. Ahoy, hoy. The punished producer and our lovely Lady M. We are broadcasting in front of a live audience here at the Main Cigar Lounge at uh, the world-famous Casa de Monte Cristo Cigar Bar right here in the heart of Boynton Beach, Florida. If you're anywhere in the area, stop on by, join us, have a most of Bloody Mary, and listen to the last hour of this great show. Um, up ahead, we have a very interesting guest. Um, John pulled this guy out. Uh, is Darren Chiaffi, cigar-smoking world champion and owner of Principal Cigars. Uh, Darren, welcome. You're on Kiss My Ash Radio. Thanks so much, guys. How are you? Oh, very cool, man. We're welcome. We're excited to have you on and learn a little bit about the Cigar Smoking Championship. How did you, first off, how did you hear about this? I uh, I tend to sponsor uh, you know cigar weekends and whiskey festivals and things in Europe here and there. But you know, and I just attend them just to try to pick up you know some fans here and there, or maybe pick up a distributor or a new a new lounge. And a friend of mine had been working with the organization that puts on the Cigar Smoking World Championship. And uh, last year he told me about it. It sounded like a blast, and he was able to get me into the finals. So, you know, it sounded awesome. I registered, entered, and really just went with the idea of, you know, I'll meet some fun people, maybe pick up a fan or two here or there. What does it take to get into, like, how do you qualify to get in the finals? Or Well, they, they have a, a series of qualifying tournaments around the world, and uh, maybe it's probably in about 10 or 15 different countries. And then the, the final is in split Croatia. And I think in September every year. And, and I basically, I think the way they do it is obviously if you win a tournament, you're in. But even if you attend or place, as long as there's room in the tournament, which I think is for about 75 people, they'll take you. So it's not like you have to win a qualifying round to get into the finals. Is there a fee to get in this tournament? Uh, yeah, I mean, all the different qualifying rounds have a, a price. Uh, the, uh, the I think the final, it's, it's more of like an entire weekend where, you know, you have um, dinners and gala events. They're, they're boat trips. It's actually quite a quick, crazy affair. The year before last, they helicoptered out champagne to everybody, on you know, on the boat. Uh, so it's, it's a bit spectacular, and it's probably only maybe three, 400 euros, something like that, for a person for the weekend, and that would include the tournament itself. Now, Darren, are you, are you, do you reside in Europe, or do you reside here in the States? Yeah, no, I live in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm in Europe every month, you know, for huh. promotion for the brand and, and for work. So, I mean, give us a little background on yourself. You actually have a cigar brand. Is this, is this your tie to the cigar industry? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been making cigars for about 15 years now, just for myself and friends and family. And uh, about two years ago, I launched Principal Cigars. Uh, but we do a lot of weird stuff. I look for crazy old tobacco we buy a lot of vintage cigars that have issues uh, and take them to the Dominican. And with Henry Kellner, we we repair them. So, like, I, what, we'll, what I'll do is I'll have stuff that dates back to the late 1800s, maybe with a wrapper issue. And we have some really beautiful 12-year-old Davidoff wrapper and some other early banal that we're using. And we'll just put it on top of the existing wrappers uh, and then turn these cigars into something that we're able to smoke without altering the original taste too much. Uh, so we do manufacture our own cigars with Henrik, but uh, we love the weird stuff like that, too. Now, you, you, you said that you started out making cigars for yourself and your friends. Is, is this what you did for a living, or did, were you doing something else at the time? No, I, I was an antique dealer uh, since high school, actually, and, and early on I got into paper. And in paper I discovered cigar labels and tobacco advertising artwork. Uh, and I quickly figured out that some of this stuff was the finest color printing that the world had ever seen. 
Uh, so I started buying it, and you know, ferociously, and and built up a big inventory long before I ever smoked cigars. Uh, but a few years in, obviously traveling around looking for this stuff, I started smoking, and uh, you know, arguably I I might love the cigars more than the paper now. Uh, but the, the two are definitely my passions in life. Now the competition that you do, um, if I understand it correctly, the objective. Now I, I imagine you're all smoking the same cigar. So yeah, the so objective it's, it's, a, is it's, it, it's effectively it's basically a Monte Four, so it's a Mareva sized cigar. It's a very small stick. Um, you know, they they bring them around. You can select your own cigar from the tray, and each cigar has a, a special band affixed that's glued to the cigar at a, at a certain point. So really, this is a smoke that we would enjoy typically in twenty, thirty minutes, maybe. You know, a very small cigar. Uh, when the competition starts, they give you one minute to prepare it, which really means cut it any way you'd like. Then they start the actual competition clock. You have a, a matchbox with two matches in it. You can light the cigar any way you want in the first one minute. I always use one match. Some people use two. I like to use one in case, you know, one doesn't work out quite so well. Uh, but once that one minute is up, the matches are gone and there's no more relighting. So then wow. it becomes how long can you smoke the cigar without it going out? So you're really, oh, it's, it's barely smoking. You're basically dancing on the edge of the cigar going out and the cigar continuing to burn slowly. Did you ever have any close calls where you had to kind of puff, 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 breathe it out just to keep it lit? Yeah. I mean, it, it's funny. A lot of people go out in the first 10 or 15 minutes. Uh, I, I tend to smoke conservatively. You know, I, I mean, I'm not pulling every minute I possibly can out of them, at least in my mind, because, I, you know, there's nothing worse than, if, if, if it's out, you're out, right? I mean, that's the worst that can happen, so... You know, I tend to do what it takes to keep the cigars going, uh, but you see people doing all kinds of crazy things to maximize every minute, and it just it doesn't make sense to me because if it goes out, then you know your your time's up. But uh, are you allowed to ash it? You you you're not supposed to ash for the first forty minutes, and if you do, wow. there are different numbers of penalty minutes based on when you ash. So, like in Ooh. Switzerland, for example, my ash fell off in minute thirty nine, I think, and it was only a one minute penalty. Oh. But if you if you ash in like and I'm fidgety too, so I'm always flinching my hands and stuff. And it's, I have to pay extra special attention to not accidentally ash. But I think if you ash in the first few minutes, it's a very steep penalty, like 30 minutes or something like that. I mean, you're not going to win. Uh, but then there's other crazy stuff, like you can't put the thing down. You can't do any of the other things we normally might do to keep a cigar going, such as blow on it, blow through it. Uh, you can't wet it. You can't do anything funny with it. You can't hide it. You know, it's uh, it, it's fairly serious. And and what what I mean? Do you get to the band? Do you start burning the band, or what, what happens? Well, when you I mean, get to the every, you have a number. That's your sort of number in the tournament. And one of the rules is you're not allowed to burn the band. And if you do, it carries a 15 minute penalty. So when you see yourself getting down towards the band, uh, it, you know when you decide it's time, you just pick up your number and you're out. Because if your burn touches the band, then your your 15 minute penalty minute will incur, and, and that's going to really hurt you, especially since a lot of these contests are neck and neck. Uh, I, uh, in, in most cases, my cigar tends to go out before I hit the band, uh, like even if it's a few millimeters. So it's, it's, it's rare that my finger's on the button ready to pull the plug on the thing. Now, just to give our listeners an idea here, your 20-minute yeah. cigar, you made last well over two hours. Yeah. Well, when I won the championship last year, uh, you know, I had never done this before. It was my first shot, and my goal was just don't look stupid. You know, don't be in the first few guys out. You can go home and say, hey, I, you know, I competed in the thing. And, uh, you know, people started dropping off, and it was getting 
it was getting a little bit trippy. And then, then we got down to where, you know, there's the final 10, and some of my friends who had gotten out came around and said, listen, be conservative because you're way ahead of everybody. So then it became evident that I was going to win. And at that time, I think the world record holder was Reinhold Whitmire, who's the editor of Cigar Journal. And he came and he sat across from me and, and stared down at me in a menacing Austrian sort of way uh, as I was facing the world record. And then I passed that. And my cigar finally went out at an hour 55, 35. And, and it, was, it was really something to be seen. Like, I have never experienced anything like that. I'm a lightweight, and one of the rules is you can only drink the dark spirits that are at the table. So I've been drinking whiskey with everybody staring at me for the last half an hour, and suddenly I'm on Croatian national television trying to make some sense out of what's going on. But it was, uh, <laughs> it, it was pretty crazy. I, uh, I, you know, I, I felt like I knew what I was doing, so I wanted to show everybody that, you know, it wasn't just a complete fluke, because that's, of course, what the Russians were saying. And uh, so I entered the Swiss tournament, and I won that. Uh, and then at some point, a gentleman from St. Petersburg had beat my record and put a crazy number of two hours and 22 minutes on the clock at the Lithuanian tournament. Uh, I was at uh, Biggs Mansion in Chicago where we uh, we do their cigars, so I, I couldn't attend it. And uh, so I, I, I competed in then the Serbian, Croatian, and just last weekend the Swedish tournament. Got close a few times, and then in Gothenburg last week, I beat the record again, and now the world record is two hours, 27 minutes, and 27 seconds. That's insane. It, yeah. it, it's odd. I mean, it's it's simultaneously really fun and the world's most boring activity, because it, it's taking <laughs> something that we all love and you know doing it in a really messed up sort of way. Now, from what I understand, uh, the next competition is coming up next week right here in our home state. It's going to be in Nashville, Tennessee. Yep. It's, uh, it's the first ever qualifying round for the CSWC on, in the USA, and we're very lucky to have it uh, take place here in Nashville. Now, I'm a little curious about this because this is a worldwide event, correct? Yeah, yeah. So you guys obviously won't be smoking the same cigars that people who will be are in, in this round as people who will be competing in other parts of the world. Yeah, they'll be the same cigars. I mean, it's not my you know intent to give anybody any free publicity, but, I mean, it is what it is. Cigars are being donated. It's going to be fair, you know. It's. Um, are they going to be Cuban cigars? I mean, they're going to be the, – the, the club is providing the cigars, so my understanding is that they will be the exact same cigars. Okay. Very cool. And, and where, where is this event being held in Nashville? It's going to be at King Jewelers. Uh, and if, if you want to uh, look it up, there's an event page. If you just go to principalcigars.com, we put a link at the very top of the page that uh, links to the event page that has all the information on, on the place and time. But if you can get to Nashville, it's it's an awesome weekend. It's It happens to be Steeplechase weekend, Mother's Day weekend, and Vanderbilt graduation weekend. So it's going to be completely out of hand down here. And uh, we have fun stuff just about every day. I mean, Thursday night we have a cigar event. Friday night we have a cigar event. Saturday we have Steeplechase and a cigar event at night. Uh, it, it's going to be a big time. We, we already have registered people from, I think, about 10 different countries. I mean, there's folks from uh, that live in Cuba, the Bahamas, the Dominican, Estonia, England, Finland. You know, folks from all over are coming in for this event. It's going to be fantastic. Very cool. Very cool. Um, I was going to ask you regarding uh, your cigars, principal cigars. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about your cigars? And Yeah, you know, I, uh, how, I started how, working how well, with Hendrik Kellner about uh, two years ago. Uh, I, I just, I'm making cigars that are what I like to smoke. I love leather. I love sweet. I love complex. Everything we do is well balanced. We really don't do anything extremely peppery or harsh. Everything's sort of 
medium bodied but uh medium to full flavored um and uh yeah we 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 make extremely small runs of stuff too uh some of our limited editions are you know 300 400 sticks most of what we do is never more than a couple of thousand sticks uh just you know when we find some great tobacco sitting around we we buy it and we we make it we have limited edition bands that we just put on everything so we can bring the stuff to market fairly quickly uh, most of what we sell is in and around Nashville, but we're in, you know, random cigar shops around the country, and of course, we're online as well. So they can buy directly from you online at your website, principalcigars.com. Yeah, there's a link on there. It's actually principaltrading.com is the retail site, but if you go to Principal Cigars, there's a link for the shop up top as well. And, and what, what price range are your cigars? Uh, Aviator Series, everything is between 10 and 25, and the only reason one cigar is 25 is because we only make 10 of them a day. Uh, and they're all rolled by the factory manager at KBF. Uh, so he has, we have one mold. He puts 10 in at night, comes in in the morning and wraps them. It's a, uh, it's a seven tobacco, five country blend. But, uh, most of the cigars are like 10 to 15. Then we have another line called Accomplice, where everything is sort of between five and eight retail. Uh, and then we have something called Bad Principles, which are less complex and, uh, less dynamic, but still really delicious. And those are three to five dollars retail. And, you know, how many, how many, Brick and mortar shops? Do you, are you guys in across the country? Very, very few. I mean, we're probably in uh, five or seven. We really like to work with places where the support goes both ways. You know, we we like to work with places where we're making their club cigars, where they have an incentive to push us. For example, in Chicago, you know, Biggs Mansion's a fantastic place. We make their cigar. We got a call the other day from them. But I couldn't have been happier. Uh, there's a comedian up there named Steve Harvey, who's a funny guy that I know smokes yeah. our cigars. Well, and he came yeah. in with Jerry Seinfeld filming an episode of Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee, uh, and they sat down and smoked aviators. So when I got that text, oh, I was really? I, I was out of my mind. I'm really looking forward to that coming out. But uh, those are the kind of places that we like to be in. I mean, I, I, can't, I just can't service the mass market. Um, but when people want to show me support, you know, I'll do events there every month if I have to. Well, Darren Jaffe, we wish you best of luck in the upcoming competition. And, uh, folks, if you want to check out his site, it's principalcigars.com. And uh, keep us posted. Uh, we hope you uh, keep your title. Thanks so much, guys. I appreciate it. Great chatting with you. Absolutely. Darren Jaffe, uh, world championship and record holder of uh, the cigar smoking world. and um, that's, a, that's a pretty detailed and yeah, serious. a lot of I rules. Did, I did not think, <laughs> I, you know, it's just, I didn't think that there could be so many rules, but it makes sense. I think as a first-timer, it'd just be hard not to just naturally ash your cigar at right. some point or, you know, do something. So, yeah, I guess you got to be very disciplined. So, uh, very neat stuff. Uh, up ahead after the break, we're going to have William, our good friend, William Coop of Cigar Coop, see what he's been up to right after this. Follow us on Twitter at Kiss My Ass Radio. Yes, it's mandatory. The recently released Perdomo Double Age 12 Year Vintage is an extremely rare blend of Perdomo's finest and most cherished 12 year old fillers, binders, and wrappers. Bale aged for 10 years and then barrel aged. In bourbon barrels for an additional two years, these exquisite Nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich, complex flavors. Offered in Connecticut, sun-grown, or Maduro, each Perdomo double-aged 12-year vintage pairs extremely well with the finest scotch whiskeys, bourbons, and other fine spirits. Available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, the Perdomo double-aged 12-year vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast. Truly bold cigars like a good story. Perfectly crafted throughout. 
and you never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Are you looking for a new out-of-the-box, ready-to-smoke go-to cigar? Then look no further than Boutique Blends. Boutique Blends offers a wide variety of strengths, profiles, and sizes to appease even the staunchest aficionado. Crafted from the finest in small-batch Dominican tobaccos, Boutique Blends has a cigar to satisfy all taste profiles. From the highly rated and acclaimed Aging Room Quattro, the new Aging Room Maduro, or the Swag Puro Dominican, find the highly rated Boutique Blends cigars at your nearest tobacconist today. Honest Abe here, and let me tell you, undeniably, there's only one premium handcrafted stick that's 100% different than any other. True Estates Acid. It's so wildly different that it's difficult to describe in words. Sweet, herbal, botanical, earthy, delectable, and on and on. They keep its unique infusion process a total secret, and with good cause, because everyone would copycat this unique cigar if they knew how. Guys love it, girls love it, and the people you smoke it around love it. Everyone loves acid cigars. Keeping Cuba's most coveted traditions for three generations, the legend continues with San Latano. With signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut, a hearty, rich San Andreas box press, Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his new creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval. Using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance, the San Latano Oval is now available in both a Maduro and Habano wrapper. Visit your local tobacconist today and ask for San Latano Cigars by A.J. Fernandez. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Jimmy's in the back with a pocket of heart. If you listen close, you can hear him cry. Oh, Lord, heaven knows we Welcome back, folks. I'm Dave here. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio, broadcasting from a live audience right here in the heart of Boynton Beach, Florida, at the world-famous Casa Monte Cristo Cigar Bar. I'm here with my gang, sitting in for the brewmeister, is the cockroach eater, John Barron. Hello. And the lovely Lady M. He got a text from his girlfriend said, I'm never kissing you again. Really? <laughs> Uh, that would be the first time she said he's that. Like it was nasty. She's like, "You're nasty." Yeah. <laughs> she, his fiance has to hate us. <gasps> she don't have a fiance yet. Oh no. 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 Whoops. <laughs> she doesn't listen to the show anyway. Don't worry. <laughs> she probably is right now. She is not. No, nah, she's at the vet with I, the cat. I oh. promise you, she doesn't listen to the show. The vet might be playing the I'm show. I'm telling though. you, she has to despise us. I'm telling you. No. The stuff we put you through. No. It's all voluntary. I mean, you can't really say it. I know, but she wasn't really thrilled about the dominatrix paddling you. Well, she wasn't thrilled about me not telling her about it. She oh. would have been fine with it, you know. Yeah. Theoretically. I mean, when, you, when the dominatrix pulled your pants down, that couldn't have been a good moment for your. No, no, nothing was shown. No. It was PG-13. <laughs> All right. Uh, every week, not every week, but every now and then, we like to have some good friends of ours from the blogging world come on our show for what we like to call the Blogger's Corner. Ah, the sun is so bright! Blogger's Corner. And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. 
Now be nice. These guys don't get out too much. Are we alright with our connection? Yeah, it's in and out a little bit. Alright, folks. Did, I don't know. Did anybody call in yet with the, uh, the answer for the, uh, did somebody get the prize? We have, we don't have any callers for the, um. Johnny Cash? Johnny Cash one. Oh, we said it. No, we didn't, with what song? Yeah. What song name? Yeah, but we. Oh, I we think, did. I, Colin messed up, or, um, one of our board guys, um, I think Jeanette won the one from, uh, Crown Heads, and we had another winner for the social media word. Did you win the one from Crown Heads? What was the song? Cocaine? Cocaine Blues. <laughs> All right. We're going to list our winners later when we figure out who actually won. Yeah, anything. I'll post everybody. <laughs> I'd like to announce them during the show if we can get them before the show's over. Uh, yes, I'll get them before the show's over. Thank you. All right. Up ahead, we got our good friend William Coop from CigarCoop.com. at Cigar-Coop.com. William. Hey, good Welcome. morning, everybody. Good. What's up, Coop? How's it going today? It's a great day, great day. Yeah, we're having a good time, you know what, Coop, as always. I've had really wonderful Saturdays, but this Saturday is just <laughs> awesome. <laughs> did you see the video of our producer eating the uh, cockroach? Oh, my goodness, I did. I saw it up on Facebook. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, what are you doing to that poor guy? <laughs> I know, Coop. It's awful. I'll get on Facebook. Bro, I've never seen a guy shake so much. <laughs> he threw his headset off and spit <laughs> that thing out so oh, fast. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I think you should do the piranhas. I really think you should do it. Listen, I wanted to do the piranhas, but Lady M is like adamant against she will not do the show if if we get piranhas. Though I bet you if I ask John now, piranhas are looking real good. Piranhas seem like a very feasible option right now. (laughs) That was so gross. So, Coop, what's going on in the blogverse? I tell you, it's an exciting time right now because we're into the TAA season. Um, a lot of cigars coming out, and you know we're, we're about on the uh, cusp of IPCPR, which is really the most exciting time of the year with all the new releases I think there's coming an un- out. Yeah, I think there's an unprecedented amount of TAA cigars this year. I think it's 13 different TAA cigars this year. Yeah, I'll ask you a question, Abe. As a retailer, to me, it's, it's great for a, a stogie geek like myself, but for a retailer to take on all that, that seems an awful lot. It, it's a little annoying, you know. I ain't gonna lie to you, um, you know. And, and that's I mean, thirteen shelving. Like well, you gotta. Well, I won't shelve them because they're, most of them, are, very few of them, are full production lines. Most of them are limited runs. So and they get sold out. We'll quickly. get them, but you know, you know. Obviously, there's two or three stars every year that you could get a hundred boxes and they'll all be gone. Right. And there's some stuff that'll just sit. Sit and then you know. Kind of so you know, I you know, I I, I understand the TAs. You know, it, it helps raise money for the organization, so it's it's a uh, you know good for them. But you know, I, I think it kind of got bad between me and you, and I'm, I'll probably get yelled at this for later. But you know, I'm always going to tell you the way it is. I think it's kind of bastardizing the concept a little bit. It, it diluted it a bit because when there was a smaller amount, I think it made it real special. It made it a little more competitive, and I and I get why you're, you're doing it for, to help fund this, and I think it's important. It just seems like now it's going a little too extreme. Well, the problem in the predicament of the TAs is this. you got a couple all-stars that will fly. I mean, I'll say it right off the top of my head, Pete Johnson's TA every year. You know, whatever whatever we send us, I mean, I think last year they shorted me. They shorted my order, 50 boxes, okay? 
That's why I got shorted. And we still sold out everything. So those guys, they want them every year. And then these other manufacturers are like, well, when do we get our turn? I mean, in theory, it'd be nice to say, hey, listen, we're going to only do two or three TAA cigars every year. But when you got these hardcore winners that everybody around the country is trying to get, and then you got these other manufacturers, well, when do we get a crack at it? And I think that's the predicament they're, they're falling into. Sure. Yeah. What What are some of the exciting ones you're looking forward to? Well, I think right now the, the ones I'm really looking forward to is I'm looking forward to that Padron 26, which they're doing in that um, Exclusivo type size. And I thought last yes. year's Padron Bellicoso was the best of the lot. So I'm really looking forward to see what the Padron one's going to be. I'm looking and forward that to limited, that one's a limited limited run too. That's not going to be they a regular production cigar. Right, and they don't often do something with the 26. A lot of the limited runs they've done offshoots has been with the 64 line. So I think with the 26 yeah. line, I'm really looking forward to see what they could do with that. Anything else? I think LaFleur has got an interesting one coming out. Um, they have the 47 coming out. You know, they have that concept, I guess, where with a vote, and it looks like the Yeah, Toro it was very interesting. The they all... Yeah, they sent all the TA members like three blends, uh, three different sizes, and we all smoked them, and we voted on it, and that's the cigar they chose to make for the TAA. No, I agree. And then Nat Sherman's um, Panamericana, which I have smoked, is a great cigar. That's actually out on the shelves now, I believe. It just that's came shipped. out, yeah. It just came out. I had had it before when it was just the uh, limited run to their store in New York. And you like that cigar? I like it. I think I think people are going to be real happy with that cigar. And they've been doing some great things, uh, Michael Herkloss and the folks there. Very cool. What about IPCPR stuff? Anything interesting that you're looking forward to? Well, I think, you know, right now, I'm, I'm putting eyes on Davidoff right now. And I'm really curious to see what they're going to do with that Davidoff Brazilian blend that, that was a, kind of announced last week. You know, they, they've just been firing on all cylinders right now. I've seen Davidoff, and I'm real curious to see what they're doing with this Brazilian blend that they have. Very cool. It should be interesting. You know what? Did, were you listening? Did you hear the last interview we had with uh, Darren Chiaffi? Yes, I heard it. Have you ever smoked a principal cigar? I have not. I mean, I've heard of them. They're, they're pretty limited, so they're yeah, not they're widely ultra, available, ultra but I know people routine. have. Right. Okay. I was just curious because I know that he said that he worked with um, Kellner a little bit. He seems, yeah. he seems to be a, an avid cigar fan and you know made a business out of it. But you know, uh, I'd like to contact him after the show, see what really vintage stuff he's got yeah, for our vintage I'm sure he's room. Got some and, yeah. Cool stuff. Yeah, I'll get to talk, talk to him. He's working with Hanky's son uh, at KBF, and and I the stuff that's come out of KBF has been very impressive. It's different than than Hanky's stuff, but it's it's good cigar stuff, so I think you know there's some uh, there's a good factory behind that. Now, are you going to the trade show this year in New Orleans? Yes, I am. Very cool, and you you pretty much try to make it out there every year. Uh, yeah, this will be the sixth year in a row uh, that we'll be covering it, and I'm I'm like I said I'm looking forward to it. I'll, I'll admit New Orleans probably isn't my first choice, but. Um, you know, it, it's there. Um, it looks like we can smoke, which is good. So I'll be looking forward to it. Now, have you been, have you been to the ones in New Orleans before? 2010 was my first one. You didn't like? I, I like New Orleans. I I the problem I had was I just 
like the whole Vegas where there just were places to smoke. And as much as, you know, you do that trade show at night, it's those, you know, the Vegas, the casino type places you could smoke. You know, and I go back to the Palazzo last year. It was just a great place, and you did a lot of networking. And it seemed like New Orleans was a little tougher to do that. The only problem I see with Vegas is after the show, and everybody's kind of doing their own things with manufacturers, everybody scatters out. Not everybody's in the same place. When we do these trade shows in other cities, it's always that one main hotel bar, and everybody kind of congregates there. It's kind of nice, you know. That's a fair um, point. But I, you know, I, I just like New Orleans. Great town, great food town. Oh, God. Yeah, I can't wait to go. Willie Mays, fried chicken house, really whiskey cool. house. Oh, yeah. I was invited, and then I got uninvited. Oh. Yeah. Well, we opted. We were going to do the show, and then we yeah, opted not to do the I'm show. I'm uninvited. Lady M, is, <laughs> Lady M is being bitter. So, anyways, Coop, any cool stuff our listeners can check out your site uh, you're reviewing this week? Oh, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff this week that's going on. Um, the EPC Short Run 2015 is in the queue. So um, nice. that's uh, that's Ernie's new short run. The uh, TAA cigar that uh, Nat Sherman Panamericana will be coming out later in the week. And the other thing I've been going through is the Avo Greatest Hit Sampler, which had all the Avo Limited Editions from 2001 to 2014. So this week, Except the uh, 2003. I'm sorry, what was that? I don't think they had the LE5 in that one. They didn't have the LE5 in that one. Right. That was, that was a great cigar. Yeah, but uh, I've been well, enjoying that. Uh, we, do, we 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 review a lot of Avo stuff, so um, we're going to be reviewing the Avo 2003, which is the Avo 77, which I had not smoked until it came in that sampler. And been, it's been a good sampler. They've done a good job with that. Yeah, they've done a real nice job. We had Scott uh, Kosher on the show uh, a few weeks ago, and he's in charge of relaunching that whole line, and I think he's doing a real good job. Oh, absolutely. And again, that's coming from everything that Babadoff's doing right now. I've been real impressed with. Well, William Coop got a great blog, great site. Please check him out and check out his uh, upcoming reviews at cigar-coop.com. That's www.cigar-coop.com. Coop, thanks for joining us, and I look forward to seeing you in New Orleans. Same here, same here. Take care, everybody. Take care, my friend. After the break, we're going to have Nancy Hartwell, author of Harem Slaves, talking about sex trafficking. You know, maybe we can get Lady Emma job. That is, <laughs> right that's after this. Right after this. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Named after the most interesting man in the cigar world, the Nestor Miranda Special Selection is carefully made in Esteli, Nicaragua, using only the finest Nicaraguan Habano wrapper. The cigar is oily to the touch and is second to none in construction. Available in both a dark, spicy, sweet Oscuro wrapper and a bold, full-bodied Rosado wrapper. For the tobacconist nearest you offering Nestor Miranda cigars, visit MiamiCigarAndCompany.com. Buying a home is the biggest investment you face. Choosing the right company to help makes all the difference. Property Transfer Services is a fully licensed professional title company that has been serving Florida, New Jersey, and the entire East Coast for over 22 years. Our team of experienced licensed title officers are here to work with the seller, buyer, realtor, builder, and bank to make sure that every transaction is a success. For more information on how Property Transfer Services can help you, call Michael Rath at 561-691-5941. Again, that's 561-691-5941. Property Transfer Services is the official sponsor of The Great Smoke. 
Trill, Cabarete, Cuellar. Yes, Trill, Cabarete, and Cuellar. I said Trill, Cabarete, and Cuellar. Get these cigar brands in your head because they are great and here to stay. So do yourself a favor. Go to your local retailer and say Trill, Cabarete, and Cuellar. I need to try these now. Top-rated cigars from Villager Cigars. It's a movement. For more information or to find a retailer near you, visit VillagerCigars.com. Voted the number one gentleman's club worldwide. Located on Okeechobee Military Trail for the sexiest scene in the city. Come see us at the Spearman Rhino, the premier of Snail Gentleman's Club. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com. Coots Nicaraguan Blend, a pleasing medium-bodied cigar with a mix of flavors like cinnamon, graham cracker, herbs, spice, oak, grass, and mild pepper. The latest addition to the Coots Brands is a perfectly balanced cigar with subtle and nuanced flavors blended together nicely. This cigar poses a rich blend of Nicaraguan binders and fillers and featuring an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, greatly recommended for those who simply love the enjoyment of kicking back and getting the full cigar experience. Coots Nicaraguan Blend, presented by Coots. To find your nearest tobacconist, visit Coots.com. That's K-U-U-T-S dot com. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back, folks. Honest Dave here. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. I'm here with my gang. Sitting in for the Brewmeister is our producer, John Barron. Hello. And the lovely Lady M. I was just texting my friend Todd, going to Purell shower myself. Yeah. After this. She says she's not gross. I said she's probably the grossest girl I've met. Like, I am kind of gross. You are gross. Yeah. Far- Actually, it's not It's not gross. I just have her, no shame. She's fr- proud of her public... Yeah, okay. She's proud of her public par- par- farts. She's sitting here telling me how she reeks and she stinks from yoga and asking me if I have baby wipes so she can wipe her armpits. Get some of those uh, fresh, clean... Then she's going to take a Purell shower. <laughs> I mean, it's disgusting. It's life. It's life. I, I can't life. smell you from here. No, you can't. I swear I can't. You can. didn't smell me before. I did. I, just didn't, I didn't know what it was. Now I know what it is. <laughs> I thought it was maybe me for a second. 
I didn't know what it was. All right. We have a special guest here, an author interview. I have to be very careful of this topic because Lady M is very sensitive to it. Uh, We have Nancy Hartwell, author of Harem Slave, a book about sex trafficking. Nancy, welcome here on Kiss My Ash Radio. Thank you. Thank you. Well, welcome, Nancy. I see you grew up here, right here in Tampa, Florida. Yes, in South Tampa, I sure did. Yeah, so tell us, how did you come across this sex trafficking issue and get inspired to write a book about it? Well, I had a very good friend who was trafficked, a a tall, blonde, gorgeous German, and I um, realized that this could happen to practically anybody, and I started researching the topic, and here, 40-some years later, I'm still passionate about it, and I've learned a good bit about how it operates. Nancy, would you just kind of give us a little bit of background on your friend's story, like kind of what happened to her and how it all kind of unfolded? Um, Yes, she was uh, riding her bicycle and um, just this In Germany? They found... No, this was actually in Cameroon. I I lived for some time in Cameroon. Cameroon, Africa. Central West Africa, yes. And um, um, they found her bicycle next to the road and nobody has seen or heard from her since. Later, there were rumors that she had been sold to a sultan in Libya, and uh, I have no reason not to believe those rumors because there's not really much other explanation for it. So you haven't seen her, talked to her since? No, but I think about her five times a day. Wow. And how long ago was this? This was... More than 40 years ago. Wow. So, so they, they, they just kidnapped these women, basically, and, and I'm, I'm going to assume, most part, sell them to some third world or outside country? Um, yes, but it's, um, it's a far more widespread problem than you might imagine. This is a multi-billion dollar international industry. Um, the Russian um, organized crime is into it big time. Uh, it's it's quite well organized, and um, there are, are girls especially. It's about 85% of the victims of human trafficking are girls or women, but 15% are, are little boys or young men. Um, they are stolen and then shipped. Uh, to mostly the Persian Gulf, that's where the money is, um, to stock harems and brothels. And it, there's no other way to describe it except the 21st century slave trade. Wow. So, I mean, and I know movies are can be over-exaggerated, but that movie Taken with Liam Neeson, that is like legitimate things that go on within the sex trafficking. Like That's what his movie, that movie is yes, about. Yes, I, I, I think it had some inaccuracies, but it had the very, very great advantage of putting this problem back front and center on the on the stage. Definitely. If we do the ostrich thing, we're putting our young people at risk. Now, I'm just curious, this happened to your friend over 40 years ago, and I'm, I'm sure you've done a lot of research. I mean, the, the lifespan, what, what's the lifespan of a woman's abducted that can't still be working for them 40 years later, and then what happens to them? 
No. Well, um, here in the States, once a girl has been trafficked, and most of the time here in the States, it's, it's kind of a soft form of slavery, you know, forced prostitution, the life expectancy is six years. And, and what happens remember, if six years, most, they just dump them? Most of these girls are, are, are abducted or forced into this lifestyle in their early teens. So by the time they're 20, chances are they'll be dead. Oh my God! Is there a certain um, target that these abductors look for? Are there are there certain connections where they scout these people? Um, yes, um, the the main targets by far are girls between the age of about ten and fifteen. Um, and by the way, on the Persian Gulf, ten is considered prime time. That is not considered pedophilia, um, oh. uh, and then to some extent girls into their mid-twenties after that the the likelihood drops off severely runaways are at extreme 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 risk there are spotters and traffickers out looking for runaways in malls in train stations bus stations airports and they can spot them at 50 yards they know all the buttons to push to get the to get the girls to trust them and that they're really going to help them, and then within minutes they become statistics. Now you know we we talked about the, the Persian Gulf mostly, but as I found out before the show, there's a problem here in Florida. There was a, a Emily, you were telling me uh, Polk Polk County is that what it is? Um, John was saying that, but yeah. locally here, yeah. I mean, how is this happening here in the U.S.? It's everywhere. It's everywhere. It happens in rural communities in Iowa, in, you know, upstate New York. There are two huge prostitution rings on the, on the East Coast. One of them is, is based in Flushing, New York. The other one in Toledo, Ohio. Who knew? But it is everywhere. I've, I've, I was in Tampa just a, a few days ago and, I read about a, a new task force that has been set up in Clearwater uh, because apparently Clearwater has become a, a center of, of human trafficking. If anywhere men congregate, there will be human trafficking. Um, the State Department, which is not exactly known for being wild and woolly, estimates that between 600 and 800,000 people every year are trafficked across international boundaries that's the entire population of washington dc wow but for the girls that are here i just can't believe that at some point a john doesn't come in you know sees what's going on and 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 go you know she says please help me i mean they're unwilling these these girls are in these you know trafficking brothels where we call them but are they brainwashed into believing that that's yes they're they're brainwashed they are now remember if if you're 13 this is a very impressionable age and these pimps and traffickers know how to control them they know how to manipulate them uh, financially physically emotionally and these girls end up being so scarred that when they are rescued, I, I have a friend who operates a, a rescue shelter where they try to retrain the girls and give them marketable skills and, and reinsert them into polite society. He says that these girls have been so traumatized 
they don't trust anybody anymore. And some of them actually leave his shelter, even though people are really trying to do the best for them, because they don't think that this is really happening and they go back to the streets, which is all they know. They hate it, but it's all they know. Right. Wow. Is there, Nancy, is there a website or somewhere any of our listeners could learn more about it and see if there's anything they could do to help? Um, yes. Um, there are a, a number of different organizations that are uh, trying to help um, alleviate this problem and help the girls um, patch their lives back together. Uh, Polaris is, is one of them. Uh, Hope is another one. Uh, my own website, nancyhartwell.com, has a lot of information and, and contact information. These organizations are always looking for financial support. They're always looking for volunteers. There are a lot of local organizations as well, often associated with churches or synagogues, and they're always looking for support. By the way, website has act. We're trying to get it back back up, but um, if it, it can be accessed through uh, Explorer, but for the moment not through Google. Wow. Well, Nancy Hartwell, thank you so much for taking time coming on the show and making us a little bit informed about uh, this very sad situation. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to help get the word out. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Nancy Hartwell, check out her site, nancyhartwell.com, and uh, you know, see what we can do. It's not a great story. It's crazy. It is crazy. The local one it was that I did the yoga class was uh, for Hope for Freedom. Oh, that yeah, is. Yeah, and that was the one that I did it for. Wow. You know, kind of to, to your point where you had said some of these Johns, uh, when they report them, but then I thought, you know, the, the people that are going to these establishments probably aren't the first have a great moral wanna, compass. Right. You know, so they're not going to admit to going to these places because she said, like, prime time, unfortunately, is 10 to 15 years old, so they're creating, you know, committing a lot of crimes. Right. So they're probably not going to be that um, into trying to stop it. Yeah. Really is something. Yeah. All right. After the break, uh, we're going to follow up, close up the show, and we're going to tell you who's going to belong in a cigar insane asylum this week right after this. Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and Lady M. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. If you created the Aging Room Small Batch Cigar Line, the highest-rated boutique cigar brands of our times, what would you do next? Well, if you're Raphael Nodal from Boutique Blend Cigars, you would combine your three most important passions of your life, Cuba, music, and cigars, and create a new classic, La Boheme Cigars. La Boheme is Raphael's take on the golden age of Cuban cigars. La Boheme is a sophisticated blend of extra-aged and hard-to-find tobacco from the Dominican Republic, a medium-bodied cigar rich in flavors, reminiscent of the island he left 35 years ago in a small boat with his family. Why wait for the embargo to be lifted? Smoke Lob OM today. Blending is in our DNA. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. 
the time it takes to hand pick, hand roll, and then carefully hand check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available, continue in this tradition with the new Oliva Series V Melanio, a full-flavored yet smooth smoke, which recently received a 95 rating from Cigar Snob magazine. Melanio and the other great Oliva cigars can be found at all smoke-in locations. So always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and an uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year with numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in Sungrown or Maduro. From the makers of the number one cigar in the USA in 2013, the Aging Room Quattro F55 comes yet another highly rated cigar, the Aging Room Bin Number 1, a full-bodied Dominican cigar made with some of the world's oldest tobacco in the market today from the harvest of 1997, 98, and 99. It starts out smooth and builds up in strength and flavor until it reaches its full potential. The Aging Room Bin Number 1. For the true connoisseur looking for a sophisticated smoking experience, with balance, complexity, and character. Aging Room Cigars. Blending is in our DNA. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Have you ever met a girl that you tried to date, but a year to make love, she wanted you to wait? Let me tell you a story of my situation. I was talking to this girl from the U.S. nation. The way that I met her was on tour at a concert. She had long hair and a short miniskirt. I just got on stage dripping, pouring with sweat. I was walking Welcome back. You're listening to the closing segment of Kiss My Ash Radio. I'm your host, Nas Dave, along with my gang. Sitting in for the Brewmeister is our producer, John Barron. Hello. And the lovely Lady M. You may change your clothes, but you still stink. This is hand sanitizer, but it's like a lavender. She's spraying it under her armpits and now rubbing. Rubbing there. We're good. We're rolling. And, and, and the best part is, why don't you tell our listeners, where are you going with your stink self right after this? I'm going bridesmaids dress shopping <laughs> for my bride friend. It's okay. It's all good. It's all good. I'm not going to buy the dress. Yeah, just <laughs> I'm just going to put them all on. <laughs> Listen, if, 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 if I'm going to order one online. If at, any, if at any point you think you're stinking real bad, just cut a fart. Overlap. Stop it. No one will notice. It's overlap? Yeah. You say, oh, that's not me. That's my fart. Fighting fire with fire. That's it, man. That's how you, you do it. so funny. All right. Any uh, any predictions on the fight tonight? Um, I'm, I am I really want Pacquiao to win, but I think that Mayweather is just such a great counterpuncher and uh, so quick. that if, if, if this would have happened when they were both at the peak of their careers, I think Pacquiao would have had it. I, I'm kind of hoping for Pacquiao. I hope Pacquiao wins. I'm, I'm rooting for the underdog. But, yep. You know, um, I just hope it's a good fight. All this hype, all this hoopla. I just hope it's just not a lame, hey, I've already made my $100 million. I really and don't care. And it's going to be like, a, oh, you, know, you hit me. Oh, 
I hate you. Well, I mean, the funny part is that it's a 60-40 split, so Mayweather's making 60% of that purse, whether he wins or loses. I'm going to make a little bit of a prediction um, wrapped in conspiracy. Now, a lot of the money right now is coming in on the draw. Yes. And so uh, for them to get another rematch, as you know, this event has been extremely profitable. So a draw would definitely aid in the uh, rematch. So you think it's going to be a draw? I think it's going to be a draw. No. I, I don't think a draw or a win will make any difference in the rematch. No? I think, nah. a, I think a draw will. I think if it's, I think if it's a good fight mm-hmm. and somebody wins, they'll, everybody will pay to watch well, it. Well, yeah. what's a draw? Like where Nobody wins. It's a tie. It's just a tie. Yeah, they, they, they have go, ties and fights. Well, when, if nobody knocks each other out and it goes the length of all the rounds, then they go by a point system. Every round, the judges give them points and scores. Oh. And if they tie in points, oh. it's a tie. Cool. It's a draw. Cool. Kentucky Derby fan? Um, not a huge Kentucky Derby fan, but um, uh, our, our sister station, 95.9 The Palm, is out at the Palm Beach Kennel Club today for the Kentucky Derby. Simulcast, obviously. Yes. Know anybody who's racing? Um, I think the the one of the ones that I, I liked was Ocho Ocho Ocho, uh, one of the horses. They're a bit of an underdog. I think I think they're about a, a fifteen to one uh, long shot. Nice bet. Yes, that's Ocho. my pick. Ocho Ocho Ocho. You heard I it? I figured from my um my last experience down at the uh, the horse track that oh. I did like two weekends ago. Gulfstream. Gulfstream. Yeah. I think I yeah I didn't win it. I actually I won ninety cents. <laughs> and I was there for five hours. As long as you come out in the black, <laughs> My you're fine. Bets I spent six dollars and eighty cents in gas, but I won ninety cents. <laughs> well no, done. but I spent like a hundred dollars on While betting. You're there. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a great place though. All right, folks. Courtesy of CLE and Asylum Cigars, it's time to see this week who belongs in a cigar insane asylum. Welcome to the cigar asylum. Did you know I'm utterly insane? We all go a little mad sometimes. Where logic and reason cease to exist. Still going through. All right. This week, East Point mother arrested for threatening, for over a threatening Facebook post. Just a little tip here. I haven't even read the story yet. But if you're going to threaten people, don't post it on Facebook. Yeah, do it over the phone. Um, I mean, come on. If you're going to threaten the government. Is that who she threatened? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> Brilliant woman here. East Point, Georgia, a non-Floridian. Mm. Imagine that. An East Point woman accused of making serious threats against police officers on her Facebook page is in jail. Never saw that coming, did you? Channel 2's Liz Arts learned the FBI, Homeland Security, and the District Attorney's Office, and the New York Police Department assisted East Point police with Ebony Dickens' arrest. Yes, Dickens was accused of writing a Facebook post Monday Using the name Tiffany Milan. Well, that just throws everybody off. No one's going to know who you are there. No, no IP addresses here. Genius. In which she called for death to all white cops nationwide. The Post went on to say, I thought about shooting every white cop I see in the head until I'm either caught by the police or killed by them. Might kill at least 15 tomorrow. I'm plotting that right now. Which brings me like, to my next point. this is a republic. Anybody. He's crazy. Just the privacy settings on your Facebook, please. Yeah. That's 15, people. Can see it. <laughs> that's 15 people she's talking about killing within a day or so. So whether she's serious or not, that's something we have to take seriously, said East Point Police Lieutenant Cliff Chandler. In the post, Dickens says that she condones black-on-white killings. She took down the post on Tuesday, just hours after she was arrested. How? Well, I, they must have made her go on Facebook and oh, take down the post. The, yeah. 
Yeah. The post was also shared on WSB-TV Facebook page Tuesday. We took it down immediately and reported it to the Atlanta police and our FBI contacts. Dickens' neighbor says that she would never have expected that type of post from the 33-year-old mother. Yes. Oh, my God, I'm shocked. I can't believe my neighbor would go and do something like that, Erica Colley told Arts. In the midst of the Baltimore riots and on the heels of several police shootings, Colley says that she finds the post unbelievable. Very dangerous and kind of careless of her to even put something like that on Facebook. That's scary. I just can't believe she did that. It took police less than 24 hours to search Dickinson's condo and take her into custody. While executing the search warrant, police seized computers, a cell phone, and yes, a firearm. She oh, did wow. have a firearm. Uh-huh. I don't think she anticipated we would respond as quickly as we did, Chandler said. Dickens has been charged with disseminating information related to terrorist acts. Oh, she is so screwed. Yeah, Patriot Act. Oh, she is so screwed. East Point police say that the investigation is ongoing and there could be more charges. The FBI is conducting its own investigation. And detectives say that Dickens will be transported to, guess where, in the theme of today's shows, Fulton County Jail. You know what's funny? They didn't say this in this article, but... On the end of her pace, uh, Facebook post, it said, yeah, come try to arrest me. There's something called freedom of speech in this country. It was like she said that other thing. It yeah. was hilarious. Know your rights. <laughs> yeah, mention a bomb in the airport and see how freedom of speech yeah, works exactly. there. <laughs> Those days are over, kiddo. And you, Miss Dickens, without a doubt, belong in a cigar insane asylum. Brought to you courtesy of CLE and Asylum Cigars. Once again, we hope you enjoyed our show. We'll be back next week. In my traditional closing, life is short, folks. Savor the moments that count. Never be afraid to express how you feel. Because if anyone doesn't like it, you just tell them to kiss your ash. Be merciless. Spare no cigars. Smoke them all. Let God sort them out.